Hello, and welcome to The Poor Generation, the show that inspires the present and future generations to take a deeper look at their lives, to see how their gifts and passions can be used to pour back into the world around them. I'm your host, Alex Pasley, and in today's episode, we will talk about living a life of service with our guest, Millie Daly. We will discuss the ins and outs of how serving others can lead to finding your purpose. If you are new to the podcast or tuning back in, I would like to thank you so much for stopping by. If you are enjoying the podcast, please follow us on Instagram, The Poor Generation. Like, share, and comment. Guys, I'm so excited about our guest today. Miss Millie is a graduate of Harvard University and was a teacher for 40 years. In fact, she was one of my substitute teachers in middle school. She has poured so much into my life, and now it's awesome seeing her pour into my wife's life. She leads my wife's small group. Welcome to the poor generation. I'm so excited for the listeners to hear your story, so let's jump right into it. So, Miss Millie, what is your definition of purpose? I say your purpose is walking in the pathway that God intended you to walk. So how and when did you discover your purpose? That is what I call an evolution because when I was in high school, I wanted to be a doctor. Um, And I am ashamed to say I was not good at sciences, but that did not stop me. I still wanted to be a doctor. However, my family was not rich. We had no money to pay for college. And so when the university in Jamaica, where I'm from, um, offered scholarships to people who would teach, I took one of those. So the scholarship gave me, allowed me to have an undergraduate degree and a master's. And then I went to teach and I loved it. So that's just how I got into it. And, And subsequently to that, I have been confirmed in my purpose as a teacher over and over again. It's like God keeps on telling me, yes, you're supposed to be teaching. So do you feel like your purpose has evolved throughout your life? Or once you figured out your purpose was teaching, did you feel like you had the whole picture to your vision? I think both, because I think that I knew that God had put this thing in me to be able to teach, to to connect and to teach. And it didn't matter what level I was teaching, he put that in me. But he did not, I recognize that, but I couldn't tell whether at any moment I should be teaching that subject area or that institution or that country. I'm from Jamaica, if anybody had told me that at this point I would be in Atlanta, Georgia, I would say, no, you're wrong. But this is where God has brought me. And he still has me teaching. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. the teaching purpose persists no matter where I am. The teaching purpose is still there. And, And another important thing is because God is sovereign. God sees if I teach person A, and I'm true to what God has put into me, I don't know where person A is going to end up, but God has used me to help person A achieve his or her purpose mm-hmm. because I was true to my purpose. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
So it's not for me to argue with God or to insist that I am to be a lawyer, I am to be a doctor, I am to be an architect. The path is not easy because it is your purpose doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It just means that God will have you in the right place and you have a, a satisfaction from it. You will know, as they say in the church, that you know, that you know, that you know. We have to resist thinking we know the right path and the right time and the right everything because we don't. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the um, things that I learned years ago was the fact that all of life is built on faith. You know, you and I are sitting on chairs. When, before we sat down on the chair, did you examine that chair? We sat I did not. <laughs> See, we take this, I, I get up on a plane and I take it for granted the plane is going to take me and land me safely. Mm-hmm. Putting faith in. And we find it hard to put the same level of faith in God. Yes, that is so true. We have to continue to work on our faith daily and to make sure that our faith is strong. So what advice would you give someone if they're trying to discover their purpose? Well, I I would say pay attention to what you love and what you're good at and do it. And um, it's like, what is at your hand to do? Do it and and pray, say, Lord. I would love to do this all my life. You know, kids will say that I want to, I want to be, I want to do this all my life because they're enjoying it so much. That's great. But as long as you keep on saying, Lord, just whatever you want me to be, that's what I will be. And, and, and listen to your heart because I have a little thing I used to practice when I didn't know what to do, which direction to take. I would say, Okay, God, I will go through any door that is open. But I'd go to the, the door and it was not, it was locked. And I would say, okay, God doesn't mean that door for me. So as long as God led me to a door and it was open, I stepped through it. And then you um you ask God to show you and you listen, as I said before. But you have a choice. We don't realize how much choice we have with God. We choose to recognize him as God. We choose to ask him to direct us. We choose to listen and let him guide us. And then we have to choose to obey. It might not look like what we expected. As a matter of fact, you know, it's not, it's not often in life that that what you ask for looks exactly like, like what <laughs> it looks a little different, but you realize it's better or, you know, it's just what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so you choose to go at God's pace and you choose to wait for him. And you know what? A little secret to encourage yourself mm-hmm. is to think at the other ways in which he has answered your prayers. Well, what if someone isn't hearing anything? It's been a month or a year or two years. What should they do? Well, you see, I think think a lot of times we have to pay attention to how we listen to God. Um, You you have said patience a lot of times, and that is critical to hearing from God is being patient. But also listening is important. 
um, a lot of times we ask God and before he can answer, we come up with an answer and we run with it. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's not hearing from God. It's you wait until you hear from God. You wait. And then when, if God answers you and it's not exactly what you expected to hear, you do not argue with God. So people say, I don't argue with God. Yes, you do. You say, oh, God couldn't have meant that. Oh, no, no, no. God could not have meant that. Not me. That's arguing with God. Mm -hmm. The thing to do is to call to God, ask him to lead you, wait for his answer. And you have to pay attention because sometimes, remember God and Elijah? Elijah God spoke to Elijah in a whisper. He didn't bang a drum and say, da, da, da. And a lot of times we miss God's whisper because we're really not paying attention. Yes, I think that is so true. I think it is important to be still and to be in the now so that we can hear God's voice. What do you actually do when you need to hear God's voice? I go about my, my usual um, activities, but I take time to be quiet. And I love outdoors because outdoors reminds me of God, the presence of God and how wonderful and awesome he is. So I like to spend a little time going for a walk. Or when I was in Jamaica, I used to love to go out and sit on a bench and look up at the mountains. Some people love to look out at the ocean, but get in a place where it's you and God and listen and, and be patient. Listen for the still small voice and be patient as you listen. Yes, I think that is great advice. I think it's very important to be patient with God and with ourselves. But some of the listeners may be thinking, I'm just a small piece to the puzzle. Does God really have a purpose for me? What would you tell the listeners that believe their purpose isn't important? You know, the picture just came into my mind of a jigsaw puzzle. Um, if you have one of those puzzles, which has like a gazillion pieces, and the, the puzzle is all done except for one piece, the puzzle is not done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God has a whole jigsaw puzzle of the universe and of time and eternity. And we are one piece in his puzzle. Amen. So he knows where we're to go in that puzzle to make the whole perfect. I can't see the whole puzzle. I can't see the whole puzzle of past, present, and future. I can't even see the whole puzzle of the present. But I know that God sees it all. Yes, that is so true. This goes back to our conversation earlier about having faith and trusting God's plan. Some of our listeners are probably still saying, I know I'm supposed to trust him, but I'm not seeing anything. And I just feel stuck in this season of my life. What steps would you tell the listeners to take next? I'm so glad you asked that. First of all, you ask him to open your eyes. But you know the next thing you do? You take your eyes off yourself and deliberately focus on somebody else who needs something that you can bring. Mm, that, that's is good. The, that is the very best antidote to that. Because a lot of times when you know, we feel, oh, I'm suffering. Oh, it's, this is not going well. The focus is too much on me. Mm -hmm. And once I say, okay, take the focus on me. Let my eye observe 
somebody who is hurting or suffering or needy. And let me stop focusing on me and help that person. You would be surprised Mm -hmm. how your hurt and your pain and your anxiety just goes away. And you know what? It's, um, it's It's not an automatic thing. But when you do that, after you do that, doors open. Things open up for you. Because um, one of the, 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 um, the difficulties that we go through now is that we're focusing on the wrong thing. We're focusing on fame and money and influence and power. No. You know, you know the operative word that Jesus used, Jesus left us with? He says, you are to be a servant. So when your purpose is to serve, Mm -hmm. then God is going to show you where to serve and how to serve. You're talking good. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then you will have that such a great satisfaction. That is so true. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today, Miss Millie. You have graced us with a lot of wisdom. Listeners, if you only take one thing away from today's episode, just remember to seek ways to serve others. Before we wrap up, I have two questions that I always ask my guest. Question one, who or what is pouring into you right now? Uh, people, people from my past, strangers, family. I um because because I'm not working and I'm kind of alone. I sometimes I feel alone, and the time I feel alone, God will have my grandson send me a little text with a heart that says, "Love you, Dana." And that alone is enough to change my day. So so God has that. Then God is saying to me. I am loving you and blessing you through people you are meeting now. I am, I am, what's the word? Um, I am making you know that your life has meant a great deal. Yes, your life has meant a lot to me and my family, and I'm very grateful for you and everything that you have done. So let's hop to question two. What are you doing right now to pour into this world? Well, I'm, I have the two, two Bible studies that I do. And I talk practically every day to somebody. I try to encourage people that I talk to. And I pray, I pray, pray, pray. Well, I know I appreciate all of your prayers. Thank you so much for sitting down with me on The Poor Generation. Listeners, before we close, there are four key takeaways I want to leave you with. The first one being, everything is built on faith. Remember, trusting God should be as easy as trusting the chair you are sitting in. Takeaway two, when and if you are struggling to find your purpose, take your eyes off yourself and focus on how you can serve someone in need. Takeaway three, It is so important to either have a therapist or a small group or accountability partner 
people that are positive and people that will hold you accountable. Remember, with the holidays coming up, just be mindful of the ways that you can give back to your community. If you are still listening, I want to give you a huge thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into episode four. Please follow us on Instagram, The Poor Generation. Like, share, and comment. You can also email me. My email address is thepoorgeneration at gmail.com. I would love to hear about your stories. And if you have any questions or book recommendations, please reach out to me. I'm just so excited about the support and what we are building. We are building up a community that is pouring out love and pouring their gifts back into this world. I want to end the show by saying you are loved and that you do have a purpose. You do have unique gifts and talents to offer this world. I love you and I will see you in the next episode. That is a wrap on episode four. Thank you so much.